Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 186 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Vampire Survivors, Legacy of the Moon Spell DLC, River City Girls 2, High on Life, and Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. The games came out this week include Them's Fight in Herds Texas DLC, Project Sneege, Wally and the Fantastic Predators, Wavebreak, Ships, Tower Princess, and 8-Ball Pocket. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have four to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft could introduce a cheaper ad-supported Game Pass tier, survey suggests. Jordan Midler at VGC writes, Microsoft could introduce a cheaper ad-supported tier of Xbox Game Pass according to a survey. The survey, which appeared on Reset Era, spotted by Windows Central, appears to ask whether players would be willing to pay lower amounts than the standard Xbox Game Pass monthly fee in exchange for some limitations on the subscription. One option would see players pay a lower fee, but have access to first-party Xbox titles on a delay which could be as much as six months. A reduced tier could also see integrated ads as part of the service, however it's not clear how these ads would manifest. While survey is not an indication of something guaranteed to happen, it does suggest Microsoft is looking for ways to expand its Game Pass subscriber base which Xbox head Phil Spencer has admitted has slowed down on the console, despite strong PC adoption. As of January 2022, Game Pass has over 25 million subscribers, according to Microsoft. The company recently claimed as part of the UK's investigation into its proposed Activision acquisition that it has an installed base of 63 million consoles. Speaking during a web call earlier this year, transcribed by VGC, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella stated that Game Pass usage growth, quote, across all platforms driven by the strength of console, end quote. He said, quote, PC Game Pass subscriptions increased 159% year over year, and with cloud gaming, we're transforming how games are distributed, played, and viewed. More than 20 million people have used the service to stream games to date, end quote. It was reported earlier this month that the service generated around $2.9 billion in revenue just on console in 2021. With that much money on the line and Game Pass inevitably going up in price, which I would expect at this point by the end of next year if they start to deliver on the games that are supposed to ship next year, it makes sense that they would look for a way to add a lower tier option, typically with an ad-supported version, which I'm not against. Let's give players the options because at the end of the day, it is still the best value in gaming and possibly entertainment. Number two, Starfield features Skyrim-style independent faction systems. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Starfield's lead quest designer Will Shen has shed some light on the game's faction system and some of the interactions you can have with your companions when it launches on Xbox Series X and S and PC next year. Starfield is one of many games coming to Game Pass, but much like its release date, the Starfield achievements continue to elude us as we wait for its launch sometime in 2023 for Xbox Series X and S, PC, and Game Pass. Bethesda has begun to slowly roll out snippets of information about the upcoming space epic of late, with the latest topic covering its faction system and companions. Speaking on a new video, lead quest designer Will Shen explained that players need not fear the faction system found in Starfield, as it offers an experience akin to Skyrim's independent questline system instead of the one used in Fallout 4, which you could say locked out of some factions. Quote, we really want to make sure that you can play through all the faction lines independently of each other, and quote, Shen said. Quote, we really want the stories to be a little more personal, right? You're influencing the direction of where this faction is going to go, end quote. 
You won't become the leader of every faction like you could in Skyrim, but, quote, every faction questline will be reflecting on your choices, end quote, and will have far more reaching consequences. Bethesda has designed the game's main questline, Constellation, to explore the settled systems and introduce the major players there. While exploring the solar system, we'll have companions like Vasco alongside us for the journey. Shen says that the companions will have, quote, a lot of opinions, end quote, to divulge as you progress, and at some points you'll actually be able to ask them to speak on the people on your behalf. You might not get the most desirable outcomes at times. Quote, you might have a companion with you and you'll be challenged, or someone will tell you, you can't get through here, end quote, Shen explained. Quote, you can actually turn to your companion and say, hey, actually, could you handle this? And they'll actually speak on your behalf, end quote. As more news comes out about this game, I just get more excited. I hope this is the next big, great thing for Xbox and Bethesda. They need a big win, and this could be one of my favorite games of all time, being a huge RPG fan, and more specifically, a sci-fi fan. Number three, Hogwarts Legacy Showcase features open-world broom flight and dark arts combat. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, Avalanche Software has released a Hogwarts Legacy Showcase featuring plenty of new gameplay and details. The near 35-minute presentation, which is viewable below, features insight from game director Alan Two, systems designer Mackenzie Toner, community manager Chandler Wood, and guest community host Ben Snow. In addition to offering a close look at open-world broom flight, it shows off the Dark Arts Battle Arena included in the game's collector's and deluxe editions, where players can preview unforgivable curses without having to earn them. In the Harry Potter franchise, the unforgivable curses are introduced in the third book, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. In the Harry Potter universe, using these curses, except from in very rare cases, carries with it a jail sentence. It's also said in the books that someone who uses the killing curse, Vada Kedavra, has a piece in their soul ripped from them. The showcase also offered an introduction to the Room of Requirement, which is described as, quote, your home within Hogwarts, a personalizable space that actually has some utility as well, where you get to brew things and grow things and also care for some beasts, end quote. Due to be published under Warner's Portkey Games label, Hogwarts Legacy was originally scheduled to be released in 2021, before being delayed to 2022, and more recently to early 2023. The PS5, Series X, and S, and PC versions of the game will be released on February 10th, 2023. Hogwarts Legacy will then release on April 4th for PS4 and Xbox One, and July 25th for the Switch. This game, it just continues to look better and better, and I still don't believe that it's going to be as good as it seemingly seems. I mean, how? From such a small studio making such a big triple a game with one of the world's most favorited franchises in Harry Potter? Is this really all going to come together? Simply can't wait to find out. And number four, Crystal Dynamics Next Tomb Raider to be published by Amazon Games. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Amazon Games has announced that it will be publishing the upcoming Unreal Engine 5 Tomb Raider game on behalf of Crystal Dynamics, which is said to now be in early development for multiple platforms. The last entry in Lara Croft's adventure we received was Shadow of the Tomb Raider in 2018, which wrapped up the Survivor trilogy of games from the franchise. Crystal Dynamics announced earlier this year that it was working on a new Tomb Raider game, and now Amazon Games has revealed that it will be publishing the game across multiple platforms. Amazon Games has announced that it will be publishing Crystal Dynamics' next Tomb Raider game, which is currently in early development for multiple platforms. Much like the last three games in the series, we can expect it to be a single-player narrative-driven adventure that rewards exploration and creative pathfinding, with mind-bending puzzles to solve and a wide variety of enemies to face. It's being built in Unreal Engine 5 and is expected to be the biggest game the series has been seen to date. Quote, Crystal Dynamics has an extraordinary opportunity following our acquisition by Embracer to redefine what a publishing relationship is for Tomb Raider, end quote. Crystal Dynamics studio head Scott Amos said, quote, Transformative is what we're looking for, and with Amazon Games we found a team that shares our creative vision, ambitions, and values for a Lara Croft universe, 
across the spectrum of possibilities. They're uniquely positioned to rewrite what publishing and development collaborations are, and we're eager to forge this new path together, starting with building the biggest and best Tomb Raider game yet." End quote. This one isn't as big of a news story, but on a slow news week I wanted to highlight it because Amazon Games continues to make plays in the publishing space and it's something to keep an eye on. Two weeks ago they announced that they would be publishing Bandai Namco's next game, which basically looks like Genshin Impact. Is Amazon trying to be one of the next big publishers akin to EA and Activision? We shall see in the years to come, but things are heating up. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one, it's the holiday season, people are going to be getting new consoles. So does everyone know what Xbox FPS Boost is? Credit to Samuel Tolbert at Windows Central. What is Xbox FPS Boost? With the arrival of Xbox Series X and Series S, Microsoft debuted FPS Boost, a new system-level feature designed to bolster performance across backward-compatible titles. The trickery alters how games play with no developer input or code changes, unblending titles from their previously locked frame rates. Whereas one title may have targeted 30 FPS, on Xbox One consoles, FPS Boost tweaks it to run at 60 FPS on Series X and Series S. FPS Boost delivers a fast and easy way to bring higher frame rates to existing Xbox One games on next-generation hardware without the additional development resources required for a formal Series X and S optimized patch. It makes older titles automatically run smoother in the new systems, developing a massive upgrade over standard backwards compatibility. It's even expanding the list of Xbox Series X and S games with 120 frames per second boost. I had to highlight this as this is just such an awesome feature that we take for granted on our consoles. And you can go look up the list yourself, but there's over 70 games. I have such a big backlog, so it's so nice when I go to one of my backlog games and wow, this runs better than ever on my shiny new box. Enjoy. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I finished up by platinum God of War Ragnarok. What a commitment to excellence that game is. I absolutely loved it. I can't stop my Marvel Snap phone addiction. It's an amazing game. One of my games of the year, easily. And I played Destiny 2 with my friends, completing the new dungeon, another piece of stellar fun combat and destiny. My name is Brian Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. I hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.